Hey everybody, welcome to Trust Your Journey on Blog Talk Radio. This is Beth, and I'm always joined by my dear friend and life coach and buddy Sherry. Sherry, how are you doing today? I am so good. Today's my anniversary, so happy anniversary to us. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, it's always, always uh, great to be here, and it's uh, always fun to have some awesome awesome subjects to talk about today. Uh, this one really hits close to home for me, and I know it does for you, Sherry, but it's to how to find ways to grow through what you go through. And, um, I th- you know, it's kind of funny. You and I were just talking uh, how important this is that we – we kind of say uh, we hope everybody didn't get bored because we do say some of the, uh, similar things every week. But uh, but it's funny how um, when you're life coaching, you realize that the foundation of, of everything you tell people and share with people and try to help them, you know, to, to grow is really the same. And uh, it is in this case, too. Um, so, um, you know. One of the things we, we want to help you with today is uh, we know there are all kinds of problems and issues and things out there that everybody deals with every day. I mean, it can be anything from divorce or relationships or your daughter's going away to college or whatever that thing is. But but I think there's always, always ways, Sherry, and I think you'll agree uh, that, that you can grow through whatever that challenge is in your life. Yeah, and and like I always tell everyone, if you were walking down the the highway or walking down a mall or an airport and you could see on a T-shirt every single thing that every single person, I don't care how well-dressed or if they look homeless, every single person is going through, then you would be like, wow, mine aren't so bad because everyone has something bad that they're struggling through right now. And, you know, you know uh, that which does not kill us makes us stronger. And it's absolutely true. We grow through these horrible times. They just don't feel good. But I will always, always say the coolest thing about a storm, whether it's a natural storm or an emotional storm, is they always end. So, so you can have uh, freedom with your thoughts knowing, okay, look, as bad as this gets, I know there's, it's going to end. Well, I, and, you know, we um, uh, I was sharing with you earlier, uh, it's funny because when you're in the middle of something or, or you're just now getting out of it, let's just say it's a job or whatever, and I'm getting ready to share a story, um, you can't see it, right? You can't see, you, you, you don't, I, you know, now I, I was thinking about this whole topic yesterday and when I was running this morning and um, I look back to the very first, one of the first jobs I had. I was a teacher and then I left there to go be a buyer for the athlete's foot and then uh I um, and the athletes put back in the day was more like a sports authority of the day for all our listeners. And um, so I was a buyer there and I left there to go work for Reebok. So Reebok was really my first job as a sales rep. And, um, and uh, I was calling on the athletes, which was a, which was a huge account. So I'd kind of flipped out my roles from being a buyer to being a seller back to the athletes. foot. and I was selling Reebok in the hot days of, of all, of all that was going on. With those guys. And uh, yeah. And I, and you know what? Um, they took me off that account, and and I was so upset. I mean, this is a huge account. You know, I think I'm doing a great job. I think I'm just rocking and rolling and, and, and all. And I look back at now and think, wow, I was so inexperienced. I know now why they took me off of that account, right, uh, because of right. my inexperience. I was a rookie. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just kind of, you know, I was organized and efficient, but that didn't mean I knew what I was doing in in, in the sales rep world. And uh and I was so upset, and I stayed upset for years. Like, wow, how could you do that to me? I, I'm like your superstar and whatever. But, 
when I was running this morning, it kind of came back to me, and I and I grew so much from that. I grew so much, and it's hard when you lose a job or you lose that big account or whatever um, to to find growth uh, and, and learn how to grow through that that change you go through, right? And and own it. And I look back now and go, wow, was I a rookie? And they better. They were pretty doggone smart to take me off that account because I didn't know what I was doing, you know. So, right, but, but, when, but when you're in it, Beth, it doesn't feel so much like that. And mindset is half of this whole battle. You know, we all have down days and tough times. We, Every single one of us uh, feel like we're swimming in an ocean and the wave's coming at us and, you know, it comes crashing down and we don't have a, a – we feel like we don't have a life jacket. But, you know, um, I, I think every single one of us have that. Well, it, it, we do, and um, and again, uh, I, I think you and I were talking earlier uh, prior to coming on because we're always laughing and kind of cutting up, and then we're just kind of reviewing what we're going to talk about on the show, but um, I think so many of us don't take the time to learn uh, where is that, what is the growth in that thing I just went through. I, I just had a bad relationship. I, uh, I had an alcoholic father as a parent. I had whatever that thing was. We don't. We, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, once you leave that house for the last time with your dad being an alcoholic, it's out of sight, out of mind, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but but you and I were talking about how it does pop up later on in life if you don't go back and kind of deal with it, right? And and right. find and find that uh, that lesson and find that greater good and find your higher self and all of that stuff and 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 learn how to grow in it. So. I think it's real important that our listeners know that you need to take time with things. It's not fun. I'm not going to tell you it's fun to go back and try to analyze your divorce or why you, you know, broke up with your husband or wife or partner or whatever. But, but boy, does it help you today to become a better person and, and really understand yourself a lot more if you spend a little bit of time understanding that path you took and, and exactly what happened. And, 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 you know, this is mind-blowing. This is going to be a mind-blowing sentence that I'm going to say because, you know, I'm the biggest at having a, a fearful thought. But um, your your biggest fears don't really exist. And uh, so whenever we have hard times, you know, we, instead of following our heart or taking another step, we, we literally become frozen at times. Like the tragedy, the fear that stops us doesn't really have to stop us. But, but it doesn't really exist. And, and so at what point can we be courageous enough to go, I'm not afraid of my fear, and I'm going to face it because I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I'm 48 and Beth's just a little bit older than me, but the, the point is we can tell you from years of experience of, of just being frozen in our fear, if you don't face it, it's going to come back and it's going to come back and it's going to come back until you face it. And then once you face it, it lessens it. So every time it comes back, it becomes weaker and weaker and it loses its power and eventually it goes away. But you have to face your fears. Yeah, we are uh... – Sherry, I was, uh, one of my favorite books I'll share with everybody, uh, and I've probably said this before, is Enemies of the Heart by Andy Stanley. And um, I love the book because uh, once I read it, and then I've read it a few more times since then, it so helped me to understand me, right, and know that uh, a lot of the things I deal with today are really things that happened to me years ago that I never dealt with or understood. And 
uh, one of the uh, one little part he was talking about uh, in his book was he was talking about Jim Carrey in the movie Liar Liar, and I don't know how many of our listeners saw that movie, but uh, he, he was talking about the movie, and, and you know Jim Carrey was a, a prominent lawyer, uh, but he also was a pathological liar in the book, and he uh, says you know uh, his son's wish was that his father would tell the truth for a day, so Jim Carrey had to go through the day for 24 hours telling the truth. So suddenly his heart is exposed. You know, he's completely exposed because his mouth becomes unfiltered and it's stirring up what his heart has wanted to say all along. So uh, so Jim Carrey's biggest asset, because he was a lawyer at the time, right, becomes his biggest liability. So he can't cover up anything else and he's totally exposed. So Andy Stanley goes on to say, hey, if it suddenly became impossible for us to cover up all the junk we normally hide from the rest of humanity, I have a feeling we would all get real motivated to deal with the source of what ails us. If the filters came off, we would no doubt be relentless about the condition of our hearts. But you know, Sherry, you and I talk about this a lot because we don't do it. We don't, we don't go back and repair these things. And they stay like open wounds. And they keep popping up in our everyday life, right? So, you know, it's so important, so important that we do that. And and if we were exposed to the world, we would definitely go back and start repairing and and, and dealing with all the junk that, that we never, ever dealt with. Absolutely. And one thing that I go back over and over and over and over, and I have a friend right now going through a situation and, and working with her, and she said, you know, I have fallen in love with loving what is and, and learning my responsibility um, in this, knowing that there's three businesses, God's, which is a national, uh, a natural disaster, their business and yours. And so you had to stay in your own business. And I think for many of us, we had to take that class in school that involved uh, Sigmund Freud. I took a few more classes than others. But um, I remember one quote that always stuck with me and it, 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 that he said, and it said, most people do not really want freedom. Because freedom involves responsibility, and most people are frightened of responsibility. And it's true. We want to blame others. You know, if you did this, I would be happy. Um, if, you, if you would do this, I would be happy. You know, if, if I had this, I would be happy. It's all putting it off of ourselves, right, giving ourselves a break and not facing right. our fears once again, not facing our true self. And sometimes we don't even know who we are best because it's so scary to go down deep. But like you said, if you don't do it, you can't grow to that next step. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I, I uh, look back on my own, you know, health is a, is a big deal to me, Sherry, as you know, I haven't had the cancer. And um, I look back on that and, uh, boy, was there incredible growth, incredible growth during during that phase of my life. And, um, you know, you, you learn so much about stress. You learn so much about taking care of yourself. You learn so much about, and, and that's just not physically. That's mentally, too. We talk about that a lot as far as meditation and prayer and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's a mind, body, spirit thing for us. And so um, I don't think there's an area of your life that that you haven't been through. I, I know cancer is a, a bigger one. I, I learned some huge lessons there. But, but you know, whether it's finance or relationships or anywhere, what you just said, I mean, it's applicable to any aspect of your life. And one thing we also have to do is to remember we have enough that we're going through. God has made sure to give us pretty plenty of stuff uh, that we've got enough junk to focus on. You know, so, so one thing is to remember if you want some good habits, you want some, some things that are going to steal your, your happiness real quick, Beth, and that is focusing in on everyone's story except for yourself. So sometimes 
I can tell you years ago it was a lot easier for me to go, oh, you know what someone else is going through, than for anyone to know my joke. Hey, look, hey, let me just tell you about this. So get in somebody else's uh, business. You know, waiting for a perfect moment. You know, uh, whenever you go to your job and you don't work for anything but a paycheck, like that's just that's you're just not going to be happy doing that. You know, harboring feelings of hate. I can tell you when you have hate. Um, I would ask you what your spiritual relationship is with whatever how, higher power that you believe in. But you know, harboring hate. It is not pretty. And if you truly get that spiritual realm right, then you can't harbor hate. But, you know, so many times that we hold on tight to worries, to fears, um, you know, we dwell on difficulties. Like you said, you know, not being experienced enough, but instead of being the person that says, hey, I can't do this right now. I kind of got over my head on what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, we just dwell on the difficulties. Like, oh, my God, you know, how am I going to make it through this storm? And, 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 and we've got to find contentment in life because there's always going to be something. Well, I think, I, you know, I like to tell everybody, you know, when, when you when you grow through something, um, it's about doing the best you can because you and I talk about how we're all we're perfectly imperfect, right? I mean, you don't have to be perfect. There's nobody perfect. And, and, and my favorite subject is always self-talk and the things we tell ourselves. And, and, and you know what? I haven't found perfection out there, Sherry. I don't know if you've found it yet or not. I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody looks for it every day. But, but you know, you strive to be the best you can, and, and that's where you learn to grow. And uh, and we're not all perfect. So, uh, and, and, you know, God created each of us, and, and we are enough. I mean, that's another thing, too. We always think we're not enough. And, and our self-talk gets so crazy uh, telling us otherwise, right, because we're always comparing and, and whatever with the Joneses and stuff out and, and, you know, the people we hadn't met yet, the Joneses. And, um, you know, so we're always doing comparison. But uh, but we do. Uh, we do look through that rearview mirror a lot and uh, instead of looking ahead at, at all the great things we have going on in our life. But, you know, that's a question for you, Sherry. Why Why do we stay stuck? Why do people stay stuck? I think because because you know this is uh, you know this just popped in my head. I this is just for me. I mm-hmm. become the you know you know I don't want to be in the mercy of my emotions, but that's what I do instead of controlling them because I have complete control, right? Whether I'm sad, right. whether I'm miserable, whether I'm fearful, whether I'm scared, uh, whether I'm anxious, those are all my choices in my head. And we all have them. But I think, you know, it's sort of like um, running a race, right? I remember being in track and running with some really good girls, you know. And uh, it just defeated me because I had already heard stories, right, on the bus. I'm a little girl. I'm skinny. And and these girls, like, probably need to be in the Olympics when they were in junior high. And and so I just remember hearing these stories. Oh, they're going to beat you. They're going to cream you. They're so fast, Right. So we hear why, Beth. You're not good enough for that job. You're 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 not going to make it. You're always going to be horrible. You know. Uh, oh, your marriage is never going to last. He does what? And she does what? Like this is a horrible marriage. This is, we listen to others instead of to ourselves, and we cannot do that. We we cannot take on somebody else's problems. We cannot take on somebody else's personality. We cannot take on somebody else's. Um, brilliance and whatever they are, there are things that we're all really good at and things that we're not. And and so we cannot beat ourselves up. And I think we are our biggest, we could be our biggest fans, but we are often our biggest critics. Oh, gosh. Every day when we're like coaching Sherry and and we're talking to people and uh, uh, it's, 
it's um, you know I love I love life coaching. I, I love hearing other people's stories and. Uh, uh, but we are. I mean, I, I listen to I listen to people when they share with you, and uh, they're so hard on themselves. And and I ask people, you know, when we go to shows and stuff like that, that's a fun time for us because we talk to so many people in a day. But mm-hmm. it's fun to ask people, hey, how? What do you tell yourself? Or better yet, I usually tell people what they're telling themselves, especially women. I I will flat out say, let me guess, this is your conversation, and they'll look at you like their eyes get big, and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know what I was telling myself? Like they're not their best friends. And and you sit there and go, wow, how, you know, how do you help? How do you help others tell themselves that they are loved, they're worthy, they're beautiful, you know, they're they're created by God. I mean, how do you how do you teach them? And that's what you and I work on every day when we life coach people. How do there we flip only, that conversation, right? And I and I have the one answer, the only answer. You know, for you and I, we believe in God, and that there's a Holy Spirit inside of us. There's only mm-hmm. one way for complete, complete inner freedom from yourself, and that is a spiritual relationship with a higher being, which we call God, right? Our relationship, right. yours and I's with Jesus Christ, is the most freeing thing that we can have for the fact that we learn that clearly we are not flesh. We are a spirit. That means all this mm-hmm. stuff you see, when you see somebody that looks uh, skinnier than you, fatter than you because you're too skinny, or you see somebody that's taller than you, shorter than you, that has curly hair, straight hair, that doesn't have any gray. I hate you all that don't have gray. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so any of those things that we see, we're like, oh, man, if I were like three inches taller, oh, if my hips were two inches smaller, if I, you know, if I lost 20 pounds, I would okay, I can tell you right now, it's not about your appearance at all, that it is self-love, and self-worth, and if you don't have those two things down, you're going to go through this miserable life over and over until you get that right. So you better go back and do your work. And, you know, my suggestion always is, Byron Katie, just because it was so strong, she takes everything back to yourself. There are other things that you can do out there, absolutely. But um, to me, she, she breaks you down. And then a thing that Beth and I listen to every morning is, of course, Andy Stanley. But... Um, but, you know, it's, 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 what are you feeding your soul? Because if your spirit is a person that, that, that is helping you survive and fight these battles, Beth, if, if you were going to run a marathon and you did not eat for two days, could you run that marathon? Uh, no. Okay. So the same, same thing, if you're not feeding your spirit, when you come against these battles of your thoughts, how on earth is your spirit supposed to put up a shield and protect you? Because it will. But you've got to constantly feed it good stuff because you're going to have enough ick out there that's going to feed it ick, that's going to feed your thoughts ick. That's what I think. I, I truly think it's about self-worth and self-love, and that can only come from a spiritual relationship with a higher being. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Sherry. I mean, we talk about this enough. And, uh, um, you know, I always have a list of things that I work on. Um, I, I think there's a, I think it's important to find the art of forgiveness. Uh, and I think it is an art because it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. And it's not something that was uh, always taught uh, at, at a younger age, right? I mean, uh, uh, sometimes our parents try to help us uh, to understand and learn how to forgive. But, but you know what, That's, uh, it's a gift if you learn about forgiveness. And I think it's so important for growth. 
um, uh, whether it's that bad relationship or or you not taking care of you, right? Uh, uh, you know, from from a wellness standpoint or a um, or a uh, spirit standpoint or whatever. I think there's a truly an art to forgiveness, and I think it's so important for your growth to learn that gift of forgiving. Um, you know, I think it's uh, learning how to love yourself unconditionally. Um, I, I've always thought it was about uh, finding ways to release fear. Uh, you talked about that a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I think there's uh, change. I think uh, I think you grow when you accept the fact that things are going to change, and, and they do from day to day and month to month and year to year for all of us, you know, right now. And uh, I look back to where I was 10 years ago and where I am today, and I'm just like, wow, I, I'm so grateful for where I am today, right? And uh, so um, – and I think I think another thing about growth, when one of the things that you'll truly recognize and know how you've grown, is something as simple as uh, so. Sherry and Ruth were in town. We'll share this with you. They were in town here in Atlanta, uh, working with with me this week, and we were doing some trusted journey work. And uh, we were driving into uh, downtown Atlanta to work on Tuesday, and my car, uh, what Sherry, the <laughs> the uh, power uh, steering, uh, uh, you know, Stop working. went out. Yeah. Right, you know, and so. Uh, any other time, I mean, uh, yeah, I would probably be like anybody. I'd get all upset and, uh, and you know, uh, be out there cussing and stuff like that in the parking lot. But I wasn't. I just stayed out there. It was a beautiful day, and the sun was shining. You, you two went into work, and I'm waiting on the on the, um, on the the guy to come get my car and take it to the dealership. But but the point being is it was weird because I, I, I just recognized how much I had grown, you know, right? Because normally you get all mm-hmm. upset about that stuff. You're going, oh, my gosh, i got a meeting. I can't deal with this to- happening and blah it's all happened to me and then you think your world's crashing down but i realized how much i'd grown because i just uh, i don't know i just stood out there and was just grateful for the day and and you know the sun shining and everything else so eight hundred dollars later I, I guess i'm still grateful but um but anyway I, I think there are ways you can recognize that you've grown uh, you know, through whatever that thing is, uh, and and there's so many things, right? There's so many things that, that allow us to grow. Yourself, and, and surround yourself with people like me. What is the first thing I said? I am so glad you weren't on a freeway that this happened. This could have cost you yeah. your life. The damage yeah. could have been much worse. Like there's so much that I immediately said, boom, boom, boom. This is how it could have been. So you know what I'm saying? If you have people like that that show you, yeah, this sucks that this happened, but boom, boom, boom. You know, are you surrounding yourself with people that do that? You know, because I know right. I wasn't the only one that lifted you up during that time. It never feels good to get an $800 bill for anything, you know? Right. Or a $30,000 extra tax bill. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, I mean. But that's, but that's how we know yeah. we've grown. I mean, we, we kind of, uh, we still life coach each other for all our listeners. You know, Sherry and I do because we're not perfect. I mean, we're but yes, I still have so much growing to do, and I know you do too, Sherry. And uh, we were just talking about how things still come up. I mean, you know, you get in a conversation about a y x y or z, and and things still come up in our lives where we kind of call each other out on it. And uh, but you know, uh, you're never stuck, and that's what I tell our listeners. And, and you're never stuck, and there's always opportunities to grow, and there are always uh, second chances in life. And 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 don't don't tell yourself otherwise, because normally. When you don't grow, it, it's it, it's you holding you back, and and don't oh, don't allow yourself to do that. You know that's what we find out more than anything when life coaches people hold themselves back. They it's this it's almost like this virtual prison that people put in their minds and around their themselves. And, and I'm just like you know what it's not there. You have every opportunity to to get out of this and grow and learn from it and and not create this. Uh, 
this invisible barrier that doesn't allow you to move forward in life because because you can't. You can't. I love that. You know, I, you couldn't have said it better. You hold you back. So if you're looking for emotional wellness, because we all are, right, we want to be happy, healthy, and we want to be loved and be able to love, you know, it, 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 that's how you get the most out of life. You know, when you feel emotionally stable, Beth, when you're at a good place in your life, then you're more centered, you're connected to your intuition. You know, now you can kind of go, whoo, what, what, you know, what am I feeling? You can go into that where you couldn't before. You can be productive. You can make better decisions. You are more present, you know, than worrying about something else. And you feel fulfilled. I mean, those are, like, so important. So, like, it's just so important. Your emotional wellness is the same as your health wellness you've got to take care of your mind you know you've got yeah. to understand uh, that the problem that you're facing is not the problem and i know people are like what no it is the problem no the problem is a, 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 a huge incredible amount of overthinking the problem that's what you're doing that's what we're doing that's what everybody does is they overthink the problem and uh, so we stay in uh, like a stuck place, we feel almost stuck until we can get past it. You know, um, if, if you've done something to somebody, it's real important to go back and ask for forgiveness. You know, get past that. You, you've got to give yourself inner freedom, you know. And if if you can't do that, then you just write a letter or or just mentally just, just let it go. You have to let it go because, you know, admitting that you're wrong is, is a huge huge thing that you can grow from and it just helps you be a better person because we are all wrong it's just so important you know to stay in gratitude for everything you know friends are priceless your time is like golden you know you you know Mm -hmm. would you want more time uh to be with people or would you want more money and it's a really good comparison right because you you can't you could take away all the money in the world, and the people that love you are going to surround you. So whether they money comes and goes, um, or jobs like you were talking about, whatever, mm-hmm. it only helps you get to a better place, right? When that happened to you, did you not go to a better place? You're like, well, that sucks. You know, now I have to rethink this whole job thing. Ended up coming out just okay, better than okay because uh, you know right. you met me and, and look what we're creating together. So <laughs> With Bruce, I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Hey, uh, just to wrap it up a little bit, uh, I want to thank all the listeners for following us on Facebook and Instagram. You can always send uh, any questions or, or, or comments or whatever to uh, to us in an email, Beth at TrustYourJourney.com or Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, at TrustYourJourney.com. Uh, the other thing, Sherry, well, I wanted to real quick thank the uh, University of Colorado Health and the Medical Center of the Rockies, Sherry and I, were uh, there last week, and we got to uh, speak at an awesome event for their volunteer appreciation uh, night, and uh, we are just really grateful to Linda Fisher for having us out. So that was a super special for Sherry. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Sherry, happy anniversary to you and Kevin, right? Uh, yep, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> It's a beautiful thing, but, uh, but Sherry, I know you got some final words, and then I'll throw something in, too. Yes, thank you to Kim, Aloha, and Linda. We had an amazing time, and uh, one of my favorite states ever, Colorado. You guys are so fortunate to live in such a beautiful place. You know, uh, my my final thoughts are this. Um, Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So sometimes in life, I always say take 48 hours to sit there and think about it. 
okay, before you mm-hmm. make a big decision of any kind. I don't care if it's I don't care what it is. You can wait 48 hours for anything if it's to get back into a relationship with somebody or if it's just, you know, are you are you thinking about starting a new job, whatever it is. Just just breathe for a minute and think it because because it's because it's not easy doesn't mean that it's going to be worth your while and and so it's real important to realize how valuable you are. You are so important. You were created to be unique and special, and so your talents are there. Never underestimate who you are, Beth. Yeah, and uh, and you guys always know we're never, ever forget you're one of a kind, and uh, this unique journey is yours. There's no copies. It's yours and yours alone, and we love that. So cherish that, embrace that, and never, ever forget it. Uh, and last but not least, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to us every week. Uh, sorry we missed last week because we were uh, speaking out in Colorado, but anyway, we uh, we love you. And uh, never, ever forget, uh, always, always remember this, wherever life takes you, trust your journey.